there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. This is the show that pits facts against futuristic weapons. Today, we're cracking open the case of a mysterious illness. It hit U.S. government officials in Havana, Cuba several years ago. And since then, things have gotten weirder and weirder. Victims have reported damage to their hearing, vision, balance, and memory. The cause? Unknown. It's not going to end. We're going to see more of these kinds of attacks in the future, and we need to be prepared for them. There could be folks out there that know what happened. This is so shocking and disturbing. Let's set the scene. It's 2016, and government officials from the U.S. are working in Cuba. And before they even get there, they're warned that it's going to be a little hostile. They're told, you know, you don't have any privacy. You're going to be listened to. Your phones are going to be tapped. You're going to be followed on the street. This is Tim Golden, editor-at-large for ProPublica. Tim and a colleague tried to work out how this mystery started. Initially, it was all very murky, and it was unclear what was going on. They dug into this, talking to more than three dozen officials and pouring through confidential government documents. And Tim told us that Patient Zero was a young CIA officer who in December 2016 wakes up one night because he hears this loud piercing sound in one ear. And it seems to be following him around the room. He feels unstable, nauseated. And soon after, he said he couldn't think properly. Just over a month later, two other CIA officers say the same thing happens to them hearing a, a kind of a sharp sound um, that was a kind of a metallic sound. And then they had had headaches and dizziness and, and, and other symptoms that had followed that and being sort of shaken by this. These CIA officers were sent back to the U.S. to get checked out. And a doctor said that they'd sustained serious injuries. When the top guy at the embassy heard this in late March, Tim says he called a staff-wide meeting to tell people what they knew. You know, everybody had to leave their cell phones outside and go into uh, what's called a SCIF, uh, Sensitive Compartmented Information Facility. So, you know, a secure windowless room. He said that some people might have been attacked, described the loud sound, the weird symptoms, and told diplomats that if they thought they were getting hit, they should move away from windows. At the time, the U.S. government's best guess about what was going on was that this was some kind of sonic device that did it. But they really didn't know um, what this was. And most of what they said was, if anybody has been exposed, if anybody thinks that they have been exposed, you know, please let us know. What did the people at the embassy tell you about how they felt after this meeting? I think some people were very worried. I think some people were just completely freaked out. And I think they were more worried because they were told that this was all highly 
uh, secret and sensitive and they weren't allowed to inform their families. After this meeting, more and more people came forward, saying they got sick after experiencing some kind of attack. And it was happening under all sorts of circumstances. Right? You had people who were in their homes, behind walls. You had people who were in hotel rooms with big windows uh, in, in the rooms. You had people who, who may have even been on the street in certain circumstances. Right away, this had huge political consequences. The US government quickly said that Cuba was responsible for what had happened. And the Trump administration pulled a bunch of people out of the embassy at Havana. All in all, the CDC said that possibly 46 Americans were affected in Cuba, some who still haven't fully recovered. Canadians in Cuba also said this happened to them. And a declassified government document says there are now reports of this going on in China and Uzbekistan. This was just a very weird, mysterious thing. There's just not a lot of situations in which the power of the American national security community is focused in on a problem and it really just gets nowhere in trying to figure out, okay, well, what did this? The U.S. government was kind of freaking out because it seemed like they were getting attacked by a new kind of weapon here. And from the start, everything seemed to point to that sound that people heard before they got sick. Both scientists and the media zeroed in on it. These mysterious sonic attacks. Sonic attacks. Sonic attacks. Sonic weapon. As the media hype is reaching fever pitch, in October of 2017, the Associated Press gets sent a recording of a sound that some embassy workers say was what hurt their brain in Cuba. It was published online, and we're going to play that sound here. Be careful, though. This recording isn't the most pleasant. Here it is. So what is that sound? Well, once it came out, scientists from around the world poured over it to see what it could be. And one of those scientists was Professor Fernando Montelegre Zapata. He took the recording to his lab, analysed it really closely, and compared it to some other sounds he had on file. And then he got a match finding what he thought was the heinous culprit. That recording that the AP agency published is a cricket. This is Fernando. He's an entomologist at the University of Lincoln in the UK. It's a cricket. I am 100% sure that it's a cricket. Fernando studies insects, and normally he doesn't touch politics. But he felt the need to chirp up here, saying people were too quick to conjure up some scary villain. Because for Fernando, hearing this sound, it was more like hearing from an old friend. In Colombia, in the country where I grew up, uh, I remember I was probably 12 years old, and I I have been always fascinated with these crickets. So one day, little Fernando scooped up a cricket from his backyard and plopped it into a little jar in his bedroom. Later that night, he fell asleep next to his new pet. That was until two or three in the morning when he was rudely awakened. It was just so loud. And I said, what the hell is going on here? And when I realized that the sound was coming from the little jar, oh, you are the one who's uh, singing. Oh, and I, and I just took the animal and put it outside. 
And still outside, I could hear it really loud. Crickets make this sound by rubbing their little wings together to call to their mates. And Fernando says that he can really understand why people wouldn't recognize this noise as a cricket, particularly if you're not familiar with these insects. And that's because they make a surprising amount of noise, particularly if they're singing indoors, and then that sound is going to bounce around and get even louder. The wings are already resonating and they're very loud. And if they are in a, in a, in a room, just... But that has just picked up a toilet paper roll. <laughs> singing from here. Oh, yeah, it would be even louder, yeah. And this can cause you nightmares, believe me. Fernando took some recordings that he had of crickets and played them over a loudspeaker inside a room so he could capture the echoes. Here's what it sounds like. And here's the AP recording. Pretty bloody close. And Fernando says any minor differences could be because he doesn't know exactly where this was recorded, so it might have echoed differently. And there are other researchers who agree that that recording, it's of a cricket. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that what happened in Cuba wasn't a sonic attack. It's possible that whoever sent that recording to the Associated Press got confused. But there are a couple of very good reasons to think that there was no sonic weapon here. Number one, for a noise to hurt people from outside their home, it has to be a big noise. I mean, really, really loud. We talked to Dr. Mitchell Valdez Sosa about this. He's a neuroscientist heading Cuba's committee to try to find out what happened here. They would have taken the noise that a jet engine produces right immediately outside to have reached the levels that could damage the hearing. Wow. It's literally like when you go to a rock concert and if you're up the front and the music is too loud. That's the effect we're talking about here. Yes, exactly. And Mitchell says if you were blasting weird noises around Havana, lots of other people would hear it. He says the researchers in Cuba talked to a bunch of people, those who worked at the embassy or lived near the diplomats who got sick. And no Cuban reported anything strange. And Cuba is a very porous society, you know. Uh, There's a lot of gossip and, uh, you know, grapevine. And anything that happens, any place in Havana, uh, in in less than 15 minutes, the rest of Havana knows about it. Nobody saw nothing. Or heard anything. Or heard anything strange. So this this is uh, simply absurd. And other scientists agree here. So, after countless news reports and hot takes about sonic attacks, we started hearing less and less about them. They kind of fell by the wayside, much like a ratty scrunchie in the 2000s. By early last year, the case had gone cold. That was until just a few months ago, when a group of scientists published a report for the very prestigious National Academy of Sciences. They looked at all kinds of explanations for what might have caused this, from insecticides to viruses. And they said the most likely thing that happened was that these people were hit with something that's never been seen on the battlefield before. A new kind of device that uses high-powered microwaves. To hear all about that, you've got to listen to our full episode. 
Just search for Science Versus in Spotify, that's Science VS, and click on our very cryptically titled episode called Did a Secret Weapon Fry Diplomats' Brains? Go and do it. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time.